With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jay here from Stratford Paddock. This is the Paddock Podcast, and it's only right for a proper podcast. You want two proper podcasters, and we've got none other than 33.3% of the Sloppy Joes podcast themselves. Mr. Joe Smith. How you doing? I'm all right. How are you? Good. We're actually 66.6%. Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, unless yeah. we don't know. Well, I, I consider Ethan James to be two-thirds of that podcast, just in talent, ability, and work rate. Uh, it's an interesting point you bring up there, Jay. I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's the case though. But thank you very much for the invite. How today. are you doing, Jay? What we're we talking about today? Uh, with Mr. Joe McGrath, I've not introduced yet. It's always good to see you. Great to see everyone. We're talking about contracts, yeah, yeah. contractual obligations, yeah. right? Because you've got the likes of Marcus Rashford, Diogo Dalo, Luke Shaw, Fred, all out of contract in the next eighteen months, I believe. So there's a lot of talk that they could be going. Barcelona, PSG, circling. Yeah. Like the vultures they are for our prime players. So we're asking the question, do we need to tie these guys down to a long-term deal? Yeah. Have we learned any lessons? Because Manchester United in the past have gone, what's that, Ashley Young? Mm. Your contract's about to end and you're 33 years old. Let's give you a three-year deal. What's that, Nemanja Matic? You've had two games two good games and you're 30-odd, let's give you a four-year deal. We've had these sort of situations in the past. We've made mistakes. Good well. But then you look at it now and you go, the likes of Delo, the likes of Fred, especially Marcus Rashford, playing very well yeah. for Manchester United. You'd want to get him side down. He stars rising very high. So should United offer him a long-term deal and do we need to, get, need to get that deal done sooner rather than later? Get involved in the chat and the comments. I want to hear what you guys think. Um, should we get straight into it? Yeah. The, the, the big the big one. Let's just go. Let's just do it. Let's do it. Get into Talk it. Talk about Marcus Rashford because yeah. Eric and I have spoken about him a lot. Mm-hmm. We know that there's a real interest there from PSG. That, yeah. that interest has been going on for at least three or four years, whenever yeah. he was. He first scored in Paris, to be honest. Do you want to see him? Joe McGraw, start with you. Do you want to see United sign Marcus Rashford down to a long-term deal? And are you worried that he could end up leaving? 
I think the the worrying thing about the whole contract situation is that the person, the people in charge of the money, e.g. the owners at the minute, try and get rid of us. So they may see any f contract deals in the future being money that they don't need to spend at the minute in terms of if there's sort of signing on fees or, or agent fees that they'd have to put the cash down straight away. It's kind of like selling a house and then doing up the kitchen last minute. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Or buying stuff like changing the wallpaper or something like that. It's like, I'm just going to, sell this house and then I don't need to spend any more money on this place because once I've done with it, then it's not mine to be bothered about. Um, so I don't, I'm worried that yes, we fucking hell, we need Marcus Rashford down on a good deal. Because mm. imagine if he goes on a free, be incredibly bad business. But unfortunately, the people in charge of the money at the minute are trying to get rid of, uh, trying to sell us. So why would they splash any cash that's unnecessary for them? I, I, I'm worried about this contract stuff because then a new owner comes in and he's like, fucking hell. I got work to do it. Just, just as a sort of swift rebuttal to that. Um, like this. I like a rebuttal. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at buying a house at the minute. Right. right. And the um, the new owners are about to change the boiler. <laughs> so right. So he's so, just you know, destroyed your so argument. Still Why are they changing the boiler? Just leave you with well, the shit one. I think it's because it, I don't want to get into that on camera, but I think it might have <laughs> failed a. Uh, Oh well, if it's failed, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's failed, you got to. Is there not? Is there still hope in the world? Although I don't, I don't hold out the same hope with the Glazers. Is there not? I do agree with 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 United and this sale. Right, whoever comes in has got to redo the training ground, redevelop the stadium, which could cost a billion quid. One point two to one point six. apparently. If we start, or if the owners go, oh, by the way, some of your best players are leaving. Mm. Is that not just selling something that That's is... That's bad. It's a doer up, yeah, some might say. Yeah, like, do you not at Let's least have to else. go, okay, you've got to do the training ground, you've yeah. got to do the stadium, but we're get, you know, you're taking over a club that's got a very strong, young squad. Now, Marcus Rashford is one of our best players. He is. You know, yeah. the other players we've got are in that sort of, you might say, a, a bit better or around around that same sort of level of ability, like Sabrino Fernandez, you could argue, obviously Casemiro, Varane, those types of players. But Varane and Casemiro... At what 30, 29, 30? Mm -hmm. I think Bruno's 28. Yeah, so there's not a lot of like, there's no resale value for these players. They're just, you know, and they, unless they were to be sold now. Yeah. Which obviously yeah. no one wants to do. And also, you know, in terms of longevity, you're probably going to get a maximum of, of sort of three or four years out of them. Maybe Bruno, you can get five out of. Yeah. Marcus, you can hopefully get at least six or seven years out of him. Yeah. It just seems to me that you're already selling something that's going to need a lot of money spent on it. Yeah. If you start Maybe. selling something with players, leaving that, you, that, the, that the new owner's going to want, that makes it less of a, of a valuable yeah, asset. Yeah, I would say so, especially when, I know Rashford's on a lot of money, but he's not on like Ronaldo money. He's not no. on even Sancho money, which again is, maybe we can point to that later on down the show money. about, she you know, that's what I'm saying. So like, he's, on, he's on a lot of money. He's one of United's biggest earners, but he's not on so much money where you go, I can't believe we've done this. Like, what is going on? He's not on no. Sanchez money. So I think for me, Marcus Rashford, taking out this sort of ownership point of it of, of you know who's going to own the club because I obviously care about that but in terms of the football side it's irrelevant I want Marcus Rashford to stay at Man United because I think we were talking about this before where you kind of look at like almost this sort of through line of, of talent and players to come through the academy and, and to sort of continue that kind of world class or thereabouts mantle at Manchester United and it's sort of there was a little break there, but he, you know, Rashford's kind of taken that on from gigs and skulls and that mm. era. And he's the only one really where you could argue he's come through the academy in the last seven or eight years. Um, and he is world-class and he seems to want to stay. 
like I think or whether he's world class or not is up for debate, but he's certainly in that conversation when he's at his best. And I think that we don't have many people like that. We don't have many people that you can emotionally cling on to. Um, and he's one of the very few for me where you think, if, if Man United are winning, he loves that as much as I do. Yeah. Whereas some of the players there, you look at Ronaldo for, as, a, as a great example, he doesn't really care what's happening on the pitch as long as he's doing all right. Yeah. And I don't feel like that's quite the case with Rashford. I think last season really hurt him, and I think his personal form and the United's form generally really affected him. And I want people like that at Man United. Where do you think his head's at? I don't know, because you hear sort of stories, don't you, rumours that he might be open to a move and he might not be overly impressed by the fact that his contract, which has just apparently been extended, the trigger, the one-year deal, the one-year extension has been triggered by the club, I think. There's a story in the Telegraph saying that uh, Manchester United are activating it or are ready to activate it. So it might not mm. have been activated, but they will do. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's stories that maybe he wasn't too impressed with the fact that the club have let it get to this point and not come in and gone. And there's that sort of thing of as well, and it happens in any industry. If you're struggling a bit and then people aren't showing you the love when you're struggling, and then all of a sudden you're flying and then people go, actually, now yeah, we'll yeah, give you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you yeah. can hold a little bit of a resentment there, can't you? You can be like, oh, right, now I'm banged in, you know eight goals, whatever it is, yeah. this season, and I'm flying and I'm banging in goals in the World Cup. Now you are offering me a yeah, deal. Yeah. But last season, when my head wasn't great, I wasn't scoring a lot of goals, you know what I mean? I was in and out of the team. You didn't want to know about <coughs> contract extension. We used to hear that a lot with Pogba, didn't we? Where he, you know, yeah. he'd, he'd have these things where he was ready to sign a new deal, but the club wasn't. And then when he was... Uh, when he wasn't, the club wasn't, all this sort of stuff. Mm. And I just wonder whether that has affected Marcus a little bit, whether he feels a little bit like the club didn't back him fully yeah. when he was struggling. Because there was stories, one of the last summer, that, or not last summer, sorry, last season, when Ralph Radnick dropped him, basically, and Alanga was getting in front of him. He wasn't happy and yep. he didn't, you know, the, the club hadn't come in with a contract offer. Um, Abinav Verma says in the Super Chat, Hi guys, it's my birthday today and I had one question for you guys as a non-Mancunian. What is a Greg's that Housen keeps raving about? I'll turn to our resident fast food takeaway time yeah, expert. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, is, right? I don't know what I say. Hey, I, hey. No. What? I say this because you do Not content really, around... I remember the last time I reviewed a pie. Uh, content <laughs> around food. Pasty gobbler. Pasty gobbler. Yes. Uh, roll muncher. Uh, it's just a bakery, isn't it? It's a lovely bakery founded in Newcastle uh, by John Gregg, as you know. Jesus wow. Christ. Uh, and they've got a walking loads. Wikipedia. Got yeah, I think I did a round on Gregg's in my quiz not long ago. Uh, and it's just mint, sausage rolls, pizzas, uh, nice cheese bean, cheese bean and sausage melt is one of my mm. favourite dishes. Steak bake's my favourite. Steak bake, the festive bake this time of year. Yeah. yeah. You're into your ham and cheese lattice, aren't you? What is that? No, they don't do a ham and cheese lattice, do they? Do you know the first Gregg's? Drive-through in Britain was in Ireland. Really? Yeah. Is it still there? Oh yeah, very <laughs> going strong, and it's paved the way for others. That's it. They've seen the success of that one and gone. Hmm, we've, we've got to have more of these. Yeah. But the first one, the inaugural drive-through in Britain. There was one in another country before. I know, but I like to. Do you know the first Mackey's drive-through in the UK was in Fallowfield? Was it? See, yeah, Manchester's pioneering. Yeah. Away for pie and earrings. I don't like the fact that Greg sells pizza, you know. Seems shut, wrong. Shut up. Well, it's just like... Oh, I bet you don't like that it sells wedges and chicken strips either. The chicken strips are good, you know, Jay. Chicken don't don't, right, don't yeah. look down on them. Pizza, don't know, it feels like... Stitson, like, yeah. You know, yeah. Stitson, you know. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, that. I mean, happy birthday to happy you, by the way. Birthday, mate. Go have yourself a pastry or something. Yeah. <laughs> to celebrate. Um, does it? How crazy is it, Joe, to you that we could be in a situation here where, you know, you're talking about our, our sort of, you know, stars of the academy and the ones that have come through. Mason Greenwood, there's a good chance he never plays for Manchester United again. Yeah, I, um, I don't Marcus, see how he will. I know, yeah. And Marcus Rashford. Leaves. Yeah. I mean, 
you know, what's going on there? Who have we got next? Got Do you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's not... It's like this this club that's sort of founded on the principles of, oh, you know, our academy coming through. I know yeah. the Greenwood thing's obviously totally separate, but um, for Rashford, surely we've got to tie him down. Yeah. Because this is a player who, you know, he's 25 now. He's enjoying his best ever season in terms of goals and assists by this time of the season. I think I don't think he's had as a productive start to the season. Yeah. Also, for England, he's flying. He's got his first World Cup goal, first World Cup goals. Also, yeah, player of the match against Wales as well. So he's absolutely flying. Mm. I mean, where do you, where do you stop though? Where you as a club, where do you go? Right, we can give you so much, but there's a limit because the total Paris Saint Germain offering him 850k a week. Fucking well, hell, that's not gonna. That happen. can't. But, but, right. but, but, oh, yeah. but for them, that could because you think about it, right? That is what around roughly 45, 40 million quid a, a year, yeah. perhaps. Well, after tax, yeah. If you were to buy Marcus Rashford, what would he? What would he cost you? 80, 90 million, maybe. Yeah. So you're not paying any transfer. But you wouldn't begrudge Rashford if you went for that, would you? Would I you would. say? How would you look look I upon would. it? Would you? You know, don't be tight. I'm not being tight, but if Manchester United are going to offer you a lot of money to stay, and they want you to stay, and you're a United oh, fan, right. you should stay. I yeah. didn't know the counterbalance there. Yeah, I mean, I, d I understand the idea that if Marcus Rashford was say 32 and he spent 12 years at United, and then this or 15 or whatever, and then this offer came in and it was like, look, I can go and spend a couple of years, wind down my career at mm. Paris for a ridiculous amount of money, I'd be like, you know what, you've earned it. But you know, he needs. He should be part for me of the the, the, the the rebuilding almost of Manchester United, getting us that first trophy since 2017. Yeah. And no disrespect to Marcus, I absolutely love him, he's my favourite player. But those trophies that he won, he played his part, but he wasn't like, he won us the Europa League, he won no. us the FA Cup, he won us the League Cup, he didn't. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And I think if he was to win a trophy now, he would be a massive part of that. Yeah. And I'd like to see him sticking around. And I'm still, I know you, you're going to come in. Mm -hmm. I still, have, you know, look at someone like Brian Robson, who carried that team for years. And yes, he was, he was paid a lot of money for it. But he had loads of opportunities to leave, and he didn't. He stuck around and eventually delivered two titles or helped deliver two titles. Yeah, so I, just, I am of the opinion that if you are a United fan and you care about this club and you're offered a lot of money and you've got a manager who believes in you, stay. Yeah, me why, too. Why should you leave? Also, when's, when is the last time that an academy player, I know Paul Pogba obviously was from the academy, but when did he join United? Was he 16 when, when we signed him? Oh, yeah, Paul Pogba was never a, an a academy was, graduate. He came no. from Liar. He came to the under 18 uh, 16. From where? Liarva, is it? Liarva. Well, they kicked off, Liarva, sorry. They yeah. kicked off because they'd, groom's the wrong word, but they nurtured him. Yeah. You know, as a sort of eight year old or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. They thought, oh, this is going to be the future. So at least we'll get some money for him. And United came in when he was yeah. 16 and went, come and join our academy. When's, when's the last time a player that's come through the United's academy from you know, a real young age, 13 or or thereabouts, um, and then has decided to leave. We've wanted to keep him and they've they've gone, no, I'm leaving. When's the last time that happened? Did, really did Phil Neville decide to leave? Or was he kind of he pushed kind out? Of pushed out, what, along with, like, Nicky Bort? Yeah. I think they were just sort of... They, they, were, were, they, they were, were allowed to leave there, yeah. weren't they? Yeah. yeah. I think it's they were first-teamers. Right. Has it ever happened? 
I didn't know what do you mean. So they cut the grown up for the academy, and, and, and obviously Paul Pogba would be an example yeah. of this. But I'm kind of cutting that out because he's he didn't really spend much of his academy years at Man United. Really, are we going back? But let's to, say you know, we're, 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 are we going all the way back? Right, and please get involved in the chat in the comments. Are we talking like? Mark Hughes in 1984 or yeah. whatever. Is it? <laughs> what about Madrid and uh, Beckham? Would that be one? Uh, again, wasn't Fergie like... No, well, he was He was told to leave. He yeah, wasn't Fergie, like, I felt Fergie like, had enough of him. Which it just doesn't happen. Bonkers, because he's mad. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, but, I don't know, a, maybe, a maybe Beckham story. did choose rather than we choose to, chose to sell him. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't it doesn't happen very often. No. Robbie Savage, you know, probably he wanted probably wanted out, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Rob, he Fergie said, "I'm going to build a team around you," and he went, "No, no, I'm going to crew Alexander." <laughs> um, Frank Underwood says, "What about Eunice Musar from Val Valencia, available for around twenty million quid?" Don't no. know much about him. No, not no, for he's you. Good enough. Uh, we've got some messages. Haven't we? Well, not messages. We know that it is the season. Four clean balls. La 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 balls out. Yes, our friends at Manscaped are, are helping you clear your driveway for safe travels this holiday season. From stocking stuffers to gift exchanges, Manscaped's products are at the top of every wish list. You're yeah? stuffing those stockings that can that you want today, Jay. I am stuffing my stockings. You know, I've already got into the the, the Christmas festive period of eating. Getting, you're out. Yeah. Um, so why don't you grab some crops? What? Grab some crop mops for your pops. So what's really good is they've made this script nice and big for you to see. I know. Or the shampoo for your boo, mm -hmm. right? Be the start of gifting season and help all the men in your life go from eggnog to nice hog. Now, I've always struggled with that what's line. What's a nice hog? I don't I think... Your balls? Eggnog to nice hog. Wow. So yeah, what yeah. is it saying that you... you, you, you oh, pick... I'd go Bailey's to lick these. Nice. From pure filth. Snowball to no balls. <laughs> Mince pies to in your eyes. Yeah, to hi guys. <laughs> so all you gotta do is go to manscaped.com and use the code Devils20 for 20% off and free shipping. That is code Devils20. Now we've all been trimming, we've all been keeping an eye on things because yeah, it's yeah. not the 70s anymore. We've all been doing <laughs> this for a while. No. I once bought, and I'm uh, I'm ashamed to say this, Here we go. it was a five pound trimmer. Right. Which is basically... That's heavy. How can you even... Do... <laughs> hey, get the Sloppy Joe's podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. Five oh, pounds, five pounds sterling. <laughs> Are you doing no, an advert? Should we doing an advert. Doing an advert. It's not fucking Are you doing an advert for yourself Sorry. in the middle of an Sorry, advert? I shouldn't be doing that. Sorry. Right, yeah, ex thank you. Continue. I paid, paid £4.99 uh, for it from a local high street chemist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a local chemist high street chemist? Yeah. Well, did this chemist have a car boot? Was it... He didn't have a car. Yeah. Um, but what I will tell you is, yeah. I used that thing on my spuds once. Yeah. And I'm not joking. Have you ever hoovered the tasseled edge of a Moroccan carpet? Constantly. And what do you get? Just fluff everywhere. Fluff everywhere, but also it rattles, it sucks all the wow. sucks all the edge in. Yeah. It took me ball bag for a walk. Oh, Did it? Honestly. No one wants and that. And I, I started to like pull it out, and there was like a, a, a line of dots where the entire thing had just been mangled by this thing. Yeah. You can't do it. It's not worth it. Don't use this no, subpar shit. shit. Yeah, don't use use shit. Manscaped. Yeah, because you've been, you've had the best of both worlds, well, the worst of that world, and the best of this world, haven't mm, you? Because yeah. you've had the platinum package, yeah, which is the 4.0, which is what we're talking about yeah. here. Not his, you know, backstreet chemist, in inverted commas, yeah. selling him a, you know, a Cohen's, was it? A, a, a potato peeler. To, to do an electric potato peeler. An electric potato peeler. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about 
4.0. The technology, the yeah. The best. The best, yeah. Because with this, with Manscaped, you get a lot of offers. You get the shampoos, the body washes, the upstairs, downstairs, the deodorant, the gels, absolutely everything you can want. You've got the skin safe technology on the electric razor, which is the lawnmower 4.0. When someone says to me about a 3.0 or 2.0, mm, I get you angry laugh, and violent. I go the other way. You oh, piss your pants. Your rates, man. I absolutely you say piss your pants. With anger. I was going to say what George said. Then, <coughs> he pisses your pants with anger. I'm not pissed my pants in weeks. He pisses himself so hard that even yeah. through his jeans, there's like a, a, a projectile stream of piss. That's what happens bad. when people yeah. say if you use the 2.0 or yeah. the 3.0. I'm yeah. on the 4.0, baby. Come on, yeah. with the skin safe technology. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've got all that. You've got the weed whacker to give the nose and the ears when you get yeah, to my yeah, age. Yeah. You need a bit of all that, don't you? The crop shaver with those three blades. You've got everything, yeah. right? The, the boxer briefs with the anti chafing technology that, you know, don't let your chestnuts roast in the wrong boxes. That's no, all no, I can no, say. Don't. So if you want all this, use the code DEVIL20. Go to manscaped.com. You get 20% off, free shipping. There's a link in the description. You know, your jingle balls mm. will thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, just be careful uh, if you've been outside all day in minus two degrees mm. because your balls might look like the inside of a hispy cabbage this mm. afternoon. One that? time my penis was so small that it actually got caught in the machinery because the, the trimmer thought it was a pube. Wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. So that is... sure How do your balls look in the cold, after the cold? Um, they, they look all right, yeah. Well, I'll show you in a bit after this. We'll go outside and you can have a look. Should yeah. we um, move on? I think we should. Great read. We've yeah. got a couple of other people. So Marcus Rashford. But let's also talk about Garnacho. Let's talk about Fred. Let's talk about Dylan. Yeah, Garnacho's a good one, isn't it? Because Garnacho is... Um, Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of those players, or, you know, one of the, the sort of players that gets you excited. You look yeah. at him, you go... Wow, this kid has really got it. Because when it comes to players like a lot of the, the sort of the players we've had in the past who, you know, these f sort of academy stars, there's a little bit of doubt there, isn't it? Like mm. Saheed Chong was raved about one for years. Angel Gomez, who I really liked, was, was raved about. And you look at him and you go, oh, they're good. Mm. Are they that level? Are they the player that can really take, you know, get into the United's first mm. team and, and sort of make a difference? But with... Ganacho, you look at him, you think, he actually could. He already is. Yeah. Well, the thing with, I don't know. He just started laughing. The thing is with Ganacho. The thing is with about. Ganacho, yeah. uh, I'm really worried that you know, there's hype around him now at the minute and that agents will take advantage of that when it comes to these contract uh, negotiations where they'll look at maybe not even signing like a long one, four to five years. Maybe they'll look at making it short and sweet, two to three years, because they know if this guy, Nacho kid, does step up and become one of United's best players, then that contract needs to be renewed sooner because he's going to be uh, uh, worth a lot more than what he's on at the minute. But you can't make a massive jump from the age of, what is he, 18 now, mm. to be on 100 grand a week, can well, you? The, the what rumors, would you sign him for? The rumour that I saw was thought to be around 50,000. Yeah. Which is 10 times what he's on now. But then so, in two years' time, if he's a worldie... Well, then he'll get another one. That's what happens. But, you, but like you said, you can't go straight up to the big numbers now because let's say in two years' time, if he is, and, and this is no knock on Garnacho, but if we just look at the, 
the sort of typical path for an yeah. academy player. They get into the first team, they have a few games, they tend to impress because you've got that sort of early yeah, low yeah, expectation. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you sign a new deal, you have the expectation of every other first team player, which is to play well every week. Mm. And if not, you're gone. Most academy players, even at this stage, don't make it. Yeah. Now, I, I don't think that will be the case with him, but United can't look at him and go, you look great, let's give him 150 grand a week. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think the 50 that we're, that we're hearing sounds to me like a sort of feasible number. Um, but yeah, again, 50 years, how long for? What, three years? Well, given the three six year, year deal. A six year deal? Yeah, because. Would his agent take the that? The problem with that is, though, if the, 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 yeah, the problem with that is, firstly, you think, yeah, sign him on a big deal because obviously he stays longer. But if he's really good, he's going to be getting a deal bigger than 50 grand within a year. Yeah. And if he's shit, you've got a player that's shit for six years. <coughs> so you might as well give him like a three year, four year deal. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, you're just going to lose a player that's no good anyway. Yeah, but I, I, I think it's a massive couple of games for for Kainacho, whatever he does now between now and the end of the season, because it will set that stall out on how much he will get offered. Because he's got to be someone you're looking at for the future. Yeah. Uh, he's got to be someone you're tying down to to a good three, four year deal because you want to see where the progression is in terms of their footballing skills. Yeah. He's one that looks hungry, looks like he's on fire, and we all sort of love him at the club because we're putting our trust in him, maybe being the next star. Speaking of looking hungry, yeah, Luke Shaw's another one that has got a potential one-year um, extension. Would you give him one? Yeah, I'd give him the extra year. I mean, in that would England... Would you try and get him on a... On a, on a, a, like a longer a one? Would you try year? and offer him longer? What, how old is he now? 27, 28? Yeah, Luke yeah. Shaw's 27, I think. <sighs> I mean, what? How long do you want to keep Luke Shaw to? And he's a roller coaster rider of a player in terms of... He he'll is, have isn't a, he'll have an up, down, some, up, down season. So do you want to splash cash on that for three to four years or do you want to just buy someone else? What would you do, Jay? Luke Shaw? Would you give him the whatever Luke Shaw is, when he's good, he's very good. But he has these spells where he's awful. And it's like, now he's playing well, it's easy to go, right, okay, you know what, great, get him tied down. But as soon as his motivation, for whatever reason, just drops off, he just loses it completely. Like, over the course of his eight years at United, I would say at least five years of that, he hasn't been that good. Now, I know he was injured. I forgive him, you know, forgive him is the wrong word. But I can, you know, we can accept that he was injured and he was, you know, he had a, a serious injury. But there were spells after that where he came back and was good again and then went awful. There was a spell under last season, for example, he was terrible. Mm, yeah. He was. Do you know what I mean? And then this season, he's been mint. After a poor start, as soon as Malassia's sort of come in and looked like being first choice, as soon as Malassia was getting the nod ahead of him, Luke Shaw's rejuvenated himself into the best left back you know, in years. Yeah. So my worry is, if you tie him down, is he going to stay motivated? And I think that the one good thing we can say is that with Tanag, he won't take any messing. If Luke Shaw drops off, as long as we've got Malassia, I don't think he's as good as Luke Shaw. I don't think his ceiling's anywhere as near as high as Luke Shaw's, but he's a decent player. Yeah, he's a decent player, yeah. isn't he? So if he does drop off, Luke Shaw's, Luke Shaw will be out. Mm. Not necessarily so, so would you, out would, of team. Would you give him an extension or would you let him go this year? Luke Shaw. Is it this year? I think so. Oof. You give him an extension. We'll double check that, actually. Is it, when does Luke Shaw's contract run out? But, but, um, but I'd give him the extension. Would you? I yeah. think you, you probably would have to because he's playing so well. Mm. I don't think you can afford to just let him go. No. Um, but I just think that, um, yeah, to, to, to let him go would be would be a bit of too much of a risk mm. because if he carries on, I know it's a big hit, playing the way he is, you, you're not going to get a left-back as good as him. Yeah. Like, Malassia's not, I don't think, and I, I'd love it if you proved wrong, I don't think Malassia will reach the level that Luke Shaw is at now anytime soon. He might do eventually, he's only a youngster. But I don't think he will I don't think soon. he will anyway. I think yeah, Luke Shaw, I think, Luke Shaw was this good at 18. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just 
take have these sort of peaks and troughs. Um, Daniel Craig says, I know you guys may not have noticed, but been away for a bit. Uh, missed you, lads. Good to see you back, um, Daniel. There's another super chat. Good to Sorry. see you back, Daniel, uh, mate. Daniel Kirk also says, two words, England, lol. Just quickly on England. Do you... <clears throat> I know I don't think we've spoken about it, us three. You know, we was doing the watch along. The Rashford situation in England was it was just for me, it's just the downfall of Southgate or the the Southgate's these this weird he's got favourite situations. What would you have done brought him on it? Well Sterling being coming on yeah. you know, the the, the poor, poor Sterling's had a horrific thing to go through. Yeah. And I know he wouldn't have been hungry to play, but you've got your top goal scorer sitting on the bench. Yeah. And he's a top goal scorer for a reason. I would have put him on a lot earlier. And it's very sort of it's not it's reactive management. He goes down. He puts attacking players on. We should have just gone for it when we st- when we got one one. Just yeah. think, fuck it. These French are there for the taking. Not a great, not a great French side. Defense look poor. Yeah. Let's get. I've got Rashford sitting on the bench here. Let's get him on. Let's, let's get capitalize on getting this goal back. But he didn't. We had to we'll wait two one down. Let's punish him for it. Yeah. yeah. So that's my that's my fault. I thought. I think um, a better manager wins that game. Mm. No. More attacking manager what do you wins think? that game. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with that, to be honest. I think he gets a lot of unfair sticks, Southgate, but I do think he made mistakes in that game. Yeah. I, 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 I understand why he didn't Southgate. start Rashford. Yeah. Because Saka, I think, had got three goals as well, so it's not like Saka uh, yeah, wasn't performing. I get but I just Rash- think we and you were talking about should have brought him on earlier. My, the, the whole Sterling thing baffled me because yeah. I thought Saka was playing really well. Yeah, so like he's in these. Yeah, he's one of those players where he, you were going to oh, swap in next. Causing them problems, they they were committing so many fouls on him, and he looked like our best option for. Um, for an, another goal and then to take him off for a player who's been on a plane for two two days in the last five or whatever it is not trained and Head also must be all yeah. over the place and also well. Marcus is flying at the minute yeah and also Sterling was shit before that happened yeah, yeah it was, I mean, he was, was he was really yeah. poor the first couple of games yeah. or the first game or whatever it was that he played he, I, he wasn't I good I don't get that like if no. you're going to bring someone on with 20 minutes to go it's got to be Marcus yeah and you've got it's a got manager in terms of Ten Hag who you know you'd like to think he knows what he's talking about saying that Rashford is one of the best in the world um, and lines him alongside Mbappe yeah. in his comments and for him to be sat on a bench for so long and only coming on as a, as a reaction mm. it kind of for me is like why, why you've got so much talent there and we talk about England's talent and and I think Southgate is a great manager in terms of bringing the team together and that team spirit just looks like it's stronger than ever. Yeah. But I really don't think he knows what to do with the best attacking lineup in the world at the minute because that's what he's got. Do you think? Do you think he has got the best attacking lineup in the world? Look it up. I mean, in terms of... I think debt. it is. No, no, I'm not... I'm not you know. The ones that you would compare it with are Argentina, Brazil and France, I think. They're the, th- they're the three that can compete. I think Argentina have obviously got Messi. I still don't think England have got anyone as good as him, even though he's 35. Yeah. Yeah. But after that, Latoura Martinez is nowhere near as good as even our options off the bench. He's not as good as Rashford or no. Grealish or Foden. Then they've got... Uh, yeah. Who else have they got? Argentina up front. Oh, yeah. They've got Alv... Uh, not Alvarez, sorry. That's yeah, well, yeah. Is it Uruguay, isn't he? Am I confused? No, the, the kid at six. Alvarez is... Uh, is that the, I don't know. Yeah. For what, C's? Yeah, Z so they got him who's, who's decent. Um, but again, it's not like Rashford. Julian Alvarez. Came. Yeah, is he, he is from Argentina. Yeah, it? yeah. Pardon me, sorry. Sorry, I was getting confused. I thought, I I thought he was, but there. then I corrected yeah, myself. Yeah, Julian Alvarez is the kid um, that, that Ralph Rangnick said yeah. we should have signed. Who's we a didn't. good player? He went to City, but he's not as he's, good as he's doing well. He's done like his, yeah. his goal scoring record's quite. He's, he's young though. He's the 22. So. Yeah, and he's a good player, but he's not as good as players yeah. that England have got. Brazil. I don't think any of their front line is as good as Kane, except Neymar. So they sort of cancel each other out. And, and also, that, let's not. You know, we've got like there's this players. sort of revisionism. Richarlison's all right. He's not that good. No, he's had a good World Cup. Yeah, he's had a good. But World he's not Cup. like. He's not a He's fourth choice at Spurs, or whatever. Like yeah. he's a good player, but he's not like you go. Like he's not for me. 
I don't care what anyone says. But Charleston's not in the same levels as Rashford. Yeah. I won't, I don't think I think you put them both no. in the same team. I think Rashford gets you far more goals than assists. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Did. I feel like they've got they've got that talent there and they need to do yeah. something with a quick one. Yeah, like nah, I, I hear that. And I think with Southgate, there's always been this sort of a ceiling and this, this the, the the big games, people were sort of pulling him up on his World Cup record, saying that, you know, during his time as a manager, we've only beaten like Panama, Tunisia, Sweden, uh, Colombia on pens and, and all yeah, this stuff. Yeah, but also... Oh, no, that's what I'm getting, let me finish. Yeah, sorry. And, but the thing is, I've had it in as a, as a fan, I'm sure you guys are old enough to remember it as well, where we didn't even qualify for World Cup. <laughs> we, didn't, we were in groups yeah, yeah. with Dross and we failed to qualify. Mm-hmm. Or we got to World Cup, you know, under Hodgson and got beat off everyone or drew with everyone. So you can't just take it for granted that you'll beat teams that you should beat because... That in the past yeah, hasn't I mean, happened. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Iceland knocks us out of the Euros. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I thought you were. That was, yeah. was the point I was getting to. Like, I, I understand there is a time when you think, can, can Southgate get past an Italy or a Croatia or a, or a, a France? And he hasn't done it yet. And will he get Except there? Except Germany. Germany. Did you, <laughs> I don't want to be like, dismiss Germany. Do you rate that Germany team? But I don't, I don't think that matters because this Croatian team by any metric, shouldn't be as good as it is. Yeah, it's beat Brazil again. Their best player is 37. Mm. Like, you you can't just, I mean, I know you weren't necessarily saying that, but I don't think you could say, oh, well, Germany weren't the team they were, so it doesn't count. Well, all right, unless you beat the 90 Germany, do you not get any credit for it? And it was was it at Wembley? Yeah. I'd expect us to beat that. Yeah. I think that game, England against that Germany team at home, Mm. come on. Do you know what I mean? Like, but the the other problem is though, when you talk about expecting to beat teams and that whole thing you see on Twitter a lot of like Southgate doesn't beat teams that we are underdogs against. Mm-hmm. But look at look who's won the last like seven or eight World Cups. Every every team that's won the World Cup hasn't has barely beaten any teams better than them. Mm-hmm. France were the best team and they won the World Cup. Uh, Germany were the best team when they won the World Cup. Spain were by far the best yeah, team when they won the surprised. World Cup. Yeah. Italy and France were probably the two best teams. Look at that Italy squad when they won the World Cup. Mm. Brazil, by far the best team when they won the World Cup. France, like, it was between France and Brazil, so Enough. maybe they, that was one slight upset, but fucking think, look at that. Do you think t- we like, overrate it's, our it's, team, though? Because you're saying that wins it. You're saying, you know, the best attack, and I kind of agree with that. I saw, I think it was Jamie yeah, Rennap. I mean, look Jamie at what... Jamie Carragher saying, this England team has been the best team in the World Cup so far. And I think... You're fucking mental. Well, who was that? I don't know well, if well, I... Well, well. I might agree with that. Really? If we had a good team. Up until that France game, who would be better? Like, yeah, well, he's like, no beating them in quite a style. That's the thing, no one had beaten anyone. Morocco have beaten fucking... Haven't they beaten everyone? No, no, well, they got seven points in the group. But they beat, didn't they? <laughs> who did they beat? They beat fucking Portugal Spain and Portugal. Yeah, like, but I think if you look at the, the style <laughs> like, that's of the like, I'm not what, what, what have you got to do Morocco to be like... sort of top three for me, because I've, I've done like a little ranking, just a personal They beat there. Belgium. Yeah, who were, who fucking, were shit. I'm not... I'm, yeah, that Belgium is, I'm not, dead. We're knocking they Germany last, last right, time. But no, but that's nothing to do with it. To be fair, this Morocco this team... Cup, we've beaten no one. They've beaten Portugal, Spain and Belgium. Yeah. And we're having a better time. Yeah, but it's not because they've got a good attack. They've got a good team. We're not dismissing them. I'm not even the same First metric all, right. that we're using for us. We're not using for okay, them. Okay, well, let's stop then. You have to take the Portugal one away because that was before this round. You can't right. say up until no, the quarterfinals. No, he, he said. He said. He said this World Cup. We've right. been the best team in this World Cup. Okay, I didn't really. I, so I, thought I, it was I disagree. The I think Morocco have. Look. Okay. Because I, I think they've beaten fucking Minty. I see. I think we beat Morocco. I think that's just English fucking jingoism. I, like, we've been the best team in this World Cup. We beat Senegal. We beat Iran. We we drew with USA and we beat Wales. I think and if I'm Moroccan, I'm going, hang on a minute. 
we've beaten fucking mint teams. Yeah, I think and you're going. You're the best team. How? If, like, I, I don't get that. Post Portugal, I would. Yeah, I would he agree. said that. That's a different. But he I didn't. thought he meant before the quarter. No, he said this okay. World Cup, England have been the best team. Okay. And I think. But well, in terms of what? In terms of <laughs> what? I don't know what you're. What is it? In terms of attacking well, it's not football, to understand, it, is it? The, England have been the best team in this World Cup. Morocco being so the best team the tactically. Go, England have been the best team, and mm. I think that's not true for but me. The, the only problem with that is, other than the Belgium game, Morocco haven't controlled any of those games. But they've and, won them. No, I, I appreciate that. But then, beat but then, USA. We've played yeah, what, five no, games, and we've, game we've only won. Well, how many games we played? Five and we won three, right? Which is all right. Do you know what I mean? But. Wales were a spent force when we played them. They were mm. awful against Iran. And then we played them four days later and they were gone. Again, yeah. you can be, only be what's in front of you. I'm not knocking it. Senegal, missing the two best players. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just a gay and I know Sani didn't uh, go. Uh, Sani Omani, so he didn't go. But you can only be what's in front of you. So it's a good win, but it's against weak. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wales, weak Senegal. The Iran result, very good. A big win against a decent team, I, I think, thought, Iran. Yeah. But I think for me to say, for us to say, we've been the best team in the World Cup, yeah. I just think it's nonsense. No, I would disagree with that, obviously, now. Yeah. I think I up until the quarterfinal stage, so not including any of those results, I think England had been the most competent and impressive team in the tournament. I would agree with that. I don't think I'd anyone had been any better. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Who would you have on said? But what do you mean? Pre-quarterfinals, pre who would you have said had been the best team? Pre-quarterfinals, that's a different argument. That's yeah. not. No, the, but that's, that's, that's the that, argument you know I mean? I'm making. Yeah. I'm disagreeing with that because I didn't realise when it was said. Who was? Who else had the, so the record of us? Was it us? I'd put Brazil in that list. Brazil. But they did, no, Brazil, Brazil lost in the... No, sorry, I mean, I it's in like the most entertaining. Holland had got seven points. England had got seven points. Morocco had got seven points. France, what did they do? Did they lose the game as well? Yeah. Argentina that's that's lost. maybe an argument there, yeah. but you know, but but you're ignoring a big part of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We're taking away one of them the, being the, Portugal. The, no, it, that, you know, now massively Morocco have been the most impressive team, yeah. definitely, hundred percent. And I just think, but there's that thing like, we, you know, we've we've but got what about we've, not really, we've not Hello. Really challenged ourselves yet. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I think that's part of the problem is I think there's this expectation on Southgate as well mm. that we should win the World Cup. We've been the best team. We've got the best players. Mm. We should win the World Cup. We and should that, win the World Cup. Hundred percent. Point. If 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 a if a manager, I mean, you look back and you you sort of, I can look back as a United fan and look at, and it's maybe completely out of there. But look what Fergie did with four attacking players as good as Ronaldo, Berbatov, Tevez, and Rooney. When he had them four, we were unbeatable at times, and yeah. we we should have won more. We should have won the Champions League in 2009, but we did it in double, double in 2008. Although we didn't get Berbatov then. But what I'm saying is, if there's an attacking manager who can use mm. players like Foden, who could be yeah. one of the best in the world, Rashford. Uh, uh, Grealish, Saka, Kane's all right. Well, for me, he's all right. Well, I think he's so, he's so Spursy, isn't he? But his record it's is split. sensational. It's very Spursy, isn't he? He'll it's score. split opinion, though, this, to be honest. I don't think, I don't, I, him, I, 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 like, I like Harry Kane. I like his attitude. I, like, I think he's a good team player. Sometimes I feel like a lot is rested against him. Mm. And, and, and this isn't anything to do with a penalty miss. Everyone misses penalties. 
sometimes, yeah, I don't know, I think like if you made way, would we be better? Mm. But do you know I what I mean? So, but, but I, I understand I, I, like I the, the, the what's so weird is like the footballing gods have these create like weird terms like Spursy, and it basically mm. means that they'll never do fuck all, and they could be really, really good. But again, I don't think they have it in them to do. Look at Giroud. Like he, for some reason, he has got something for France, and he he gets them into the and he'll well, win Harry a World Kane's Cup with them again. More goals for England than Giroud has for France. Oh, it's, I think it's, it's, it's where it matters. Though. Where it matters. Harry Kane doesn't score oh, when it matters. Similar. No, I, I agree with you. He needs to score when it matters. Mm. <laughs> it's weird with Harry Kane because I understand what he's saying. He doesn't score when it matters, and it's it's such a because he did score a penalty in that game, didn't he? But he missed one. So it's like, and when it really that? matters, I mean, it's hard to you know say I mean? when it matters because because like he scored a, in the quarterfinals, yeah, and, and then you go in, but he didn't score the second one. Also, he's he's been one of the driving forces in changing what the term "when it matters" means mm. because in two thousand and eight, another goal in the fucking qualifiers would have been when it matters. Yeah, Whereas now he scores so many goals yeah. in qualifiers that the when it matters only comes around in quarterfinals, semifinals, finals of tournaments. So if we'd have needed him to. If he hadn't have sort of radically improved or been a big part of improving you know, of, of England's sort of floor, um, I think that when it matters would still be we need to win this to get into the World Cup. Whereas now that's just standard, and, yeah. and he's a big part of that. I think you can't. We only, that only missed in my lifetime. We've only missed one major tournament in 2008. No, I'm sure 2000 as well. Well, I was what four. I'm all right. So it's still your lifetime, though. Mine, right? Mine's I'm a bit like, different because I, you know, we didn't. Well, I mean, like Wayne even. Rooney's a better striker than Harry Kane, and he just he was always bagging it for England. But, but he never scored. I don't think he scored a knockout goal. Wayne Rooney scored one World Cup goal, didn't he? I think in 2014. Mm. So um, where did he get all of his goals when it mattered? Euro, in the Euros, he shot in the Euros, didn't he? I think as well. England have been badly mismanaged almost constantly. Like, post Bobby Robson, you had Graham Saylor, who's a complete disaster. We got yeah. knocked out in the groups in the Euros, didn't qualify in 94. You had El Teller, who did well in 96. We got to the semis. I, I always think, and I know it's not a popular opinion, that, that flattered to deceive that run. The game against Holland was mint. Mm. Others were okay. I think we robbed Spain. It was a bad decision. <coughs> um, 98, we didn't qualify. Oh, mm. no, we did. Sorry, we, didn't, we qualified. We, didn't get out. We, we got knocked out in the last 16. Mm -hmm. uh, everyone blames Beckham, but again, I think Hoddle was a bit... Out there, yeah. Um, 2000, what happened? We, we got knocked out of the groups. Oh, um, we did qualify. Sorry. Phil Neville with the the, oh, the penalty, but we didn't get out of the groups. Yeah. 2002, okay. it was the quarters again. It was Brazil. Yeah. Um, so it's net like 2006, the quarters again. Yeah. 2008, we didn't qualify. 2010, um, the last 16. Awful. 2014, Awful. the groups. So shit. In 2010. Yeah. So you look at 2018 semis. 2000, yeah. uh, 2020, one. 21, final. Yeah. This this time quarters. Yeah. So. You can't, when you look at it in the context of the, you know, how England have performed, because I know what you're saying, Joe, about our attack and stuff. And, you know, I agree with you to a certain degree. But I remember in 96, mm. 97, 98, people were going, we've got the best young group of players in the world. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I know it's nonsense, but people were saying, mm. you know, when you've got Skulls, you've got Beckham, you've still got getting a tune out of Alan Shearer. Yeah. You've got, I mean, Manamoon, Redknapp. These are, yeah. Players these are players. Unbelievable. These are players like... But that's the thing. In, England have never had really shit teams. Yeah. So why the people were arguing. Was like 2015. To be fair, 2011 and... and no, 2010 and 12, and you look at some of those style line, I'm just thinking, fuck it up. Yeah, but they still had like Gerrard... Lampard, right. Terry, yeah, the Scholes. golden generation. What we call our golden isn't this? Ashley it's, Cole. It's that one you're yeah. talking about. Right? We have yeah. Rio, Terry, 
you know, and they were Lampard. still talking about in 2012. Real so, was one of the best centre backs in the world. Then. I just yeah. feel like I feel like maybe Kane's done it, and maybe Southgate's done it a little bit in raise the bar mm. to the point where you're going, you know, semi-final, final quarters ain't good enough. I don't know what do you reckon. That's my that's my question more just, of a statement. I think it's a bit of a be careful what you wish for, because yeah. not that I'm happy to just be. I want obviously England to win tournaments, but like you said, Jay. It can get so much worse than this. For anyone who is under the age of 60, no, you don't remember it being better than this. Mm. No. This is the best it's been in your living memory. If you are under younger, the age of 60, I, you know, do you know what I mean? Like there are, there are blokes who are f- like 55 who were born just after the World Cup you, or too young to remember it, yeah. who've never seen it this no. good. You, you know, you look like Harold McMillan. You've never had it so good. Yeah. But do you remember like 2008 Champions League final? Wes Brown, Ashley Cole, Ra- Rio Fernand, John Terry, Frank Lampard, Joe Cole, mm. Wayne Rooney. Yeah. You've got Paul ele- Scholes, other, Paul Michael, Scholes, Carrey, Owen, Michael Carrey, Owen Argrees, right? Yeah. yeah. You've got, other than the goalkeeper, 11 world class players or 10 world class players in every single position. It's mad. Right? How did we get an in Euro 2008? We didn't even fucking qualify. Mm. We couldn't even get a draw against Croatia at home to get us over the line. Do you know what I mean? So. You know, yeah. Iceland knocks us out in the Euros not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know these are low bars, but Southgate, I think, has done a solid job. I still think he's got a ceiling, but when you look at it, you think, hmm, do you know what I mean? Like, and also the big question is, if he, all right, if he goes, let's say he decides, because I think it's his choice. He yeah. says, yeah. I'm off. 100% I've had his no. choice. The FA will not. Yeah. yeah. Who who comes in? Who would you, Or who would you like to see come in? I know you yeah, can't predict who will. But who would you like to see? Well, someone in? said a stat to me the other day that, that I think maybe it's common stat that there's never been someone to win a World Cup, uh, a manager of a team to win the World Cup that wasn't born in the nation that he won it for. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about yeah. it. So, they so you, it's very rare. It's very English, very rare that you, you do get someone get to a final. Yeah, I think there's one finalist. Yeah, in 1958 or something. But who's the English managers? Yeah, you're right. I would, I wouldn't. Knowing that stat, I would still say who I'm about to say. Go on. Part of it is because I just want to see it. it. I know who you're going to say. Is it Jose Mourinho? Fucking Jose Mourinho. Honestly, if I could have anyone manage England, I would get Jose Mourinho in. I would love it. Really? He's the only one I'd want over Southgate. I think he'd be phenomenal because he's still of that old school where he can make a team better in 20 minutes. You know, because he's such a good speaker, he's so good at yeah, making yeah, it yeah. like it's us versus the world. They all doubt you. Yeah. They don't think you can do it. We're going to fucking do it. He'll scream in the fat kid's face, tell him to fuck off, make an example of him. And then after that, you're my boys. We're going to win this. It'd be no shagging, no phones, no sweets, yeah. win the World Cup. Do you know what's I weird? I think he'd be fucking phenomenal. I'd worry it. about us qualifying for the actual tournament. Yeah, we probably won't. But, but, but if we did, well, if we did I'd be fucking hell. This do you know great. what, though? Something happens when you take over the England manager. Because Fabio Capello was an amazing manager, mm. won the Liga, came, took over England. We absolutely stormed qualifying, winning 10 out of 10, I think it was, or something stupid like that. Yeah. Uh, got to the World Cup and he lost his marbles, yeah. like completely. Then when he was like, you're not allowed to go leave the hotel after dark yeah. and stuff like that. And like, Ro- like, put Robert Green in goal, who yeah. like, had a disaster, crazy, dropped like. him for then, who was it, David James, who was equally as rubbish. Mm. MLSK, 4-1 down against Germany, brings on MLSK. Do you know did, what I mean? Did we win? Good point. Five four. Like, yeah, it was, it was, it's weird. I, I get the Jose thing; it'll be funny. No, it won't just be funny. But it would be good. It will be really because also the other thing I think is <laughs> with an international funny. manager. I've got funny. He's got in, You've got good with an international manager, yeah. unless it's like Enrique at Spain. Although even then, he hasn't done that well because Spain has got such a sort of ingrained tactical philosophy that almost sort of supersedes managers. Yeah. 
you need a manager that isn't like a Pep, where it's like it takes them 18 months to learn his style. <laughs> you can't have that at national level. Yeah. You get six weeks a year with these players. You have to have a very adaptable mentality first style of management because yeah. a tactical whiteboard manager yeah. like a Potter or a Guardiola or even a, a Ten Hag, <laughs> I think he's going to struggle to get that across in a quick time. You need someone like Jose who is a mentality manager yeah. who just goes, you mark him or you're dead. Yeah. That sort of bloke. Where it's like, if Messi scores today, you're, I'm going to do a poo on all of you. Right. Like that oh. sort of person. Yeah. Like I think that's why Van Gaal's good. I know I he's a philosophy guy, though, like, but he's one, literally a get your bollocks well, out in the dressing room the kind one of bloke. Thing that Trim them with Manscaped. Exactly. The one thing I like about Southgate, and he, no other England manager of recent years has done this, he's created a great atmosphere around yeah. not just the, the players, the team, but with the press. Do you know what I mean? Do you remember when he had his yeah. team on his on his clipboard, whatever, mm. on his pad, and it got leaked? And he didn't have a go to the press. He didn't make it an argument. He said, I'm sorry to see you've been getting grief on social media for it. I understand you've got a job to do. I get grief sometimes on social. I know what it's like. And it, he probably got the press on board with him. And it seems like he's got a good group of players who get on. Yeah. You've heard like the interview real when he said when I went with England, we just used to sit in the United players together, the Chelsea players together, Liverpool players together. These all, all these England lads tend to get on. I think Jose, I don't know if he would continue that. Yeah, Jose don't do that. I think <laughs> Jose know, does the first thing he bans any bans yeah. the press from any press conferences. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? There is no press conference anymore. No. Do you know what I mean? He, he's you know what I mean I don't know. He's, he's, he stops all the, the the players doing social media posts. That's mm. not happening anymore. I don't want any of this lovey dovey stuff going on. Forget yeah. that. That's over <laughs> here. Do you know what I mean? It's like it could go back to the sort of fractured old school but, ways. Yeah and that's what, Give what me that. worries me slightly but Give me France in two thousand and six. Give me Carnage. France, France That's what I want. Because if you don't want Southgate, which is sort of cons Mr. Consistency, yeah. smile on his face, M&S are sold out of waistcoats, um. give me hell on a skateboard. Yeah. Like, the evil Knievel of football managers, give me Jose Mourinho. Just you put him in a fucking cannon mm. and fire him at the World Cup in USA, <laughs> Mexico, and Canada. Oh, I'd love it. I love that. Really? I'd love it. I'd love yeah, who else are you picking? Yeah. Oh, Eddie Howe. You're not going to get him out of Newcastle Potch now. Potch is the favourite. Tuchel. Potch. Potch is the favourite. So we can Tuchel's do what? Out of a job. I don't know. I I still think we could have the best team in in the world oh, by a mile, yeah. and he'd still lose the league. <laughs> David Pritt said that I was watching that uh, TikTok you put up today. David Pritt said David. something that doesn't need repeating. He said something. <laughs> Listen, we've all <laughs> got, got our opinions. He wanted. Steve Cooper. Steve he looks at the Premier League table and said, the guy that's got that team in 19th, they're the ones for us. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> he said it's so funny as well. To be fair to, to, to Dave, in his defence. Um, Steve Cooper managed like the England under 17s to, to the World Cup to, uh, in oh, right. well, five years ago. So his argument is right, he's got experience of winning an international trophy. It just it sounds a bit crazy when you say Steve Cooper coming in and taking yeah. over. But to be fair, Gareth Southgate's record as a club manager is worse than Steve Cooper's. That's the was. problem, isn't it? Like, it's not he only got it through default. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, Big Sam doesn't get sat. So mm. Gareth Southgate never gets anywhere near this job. And we've got two World Cups and a Euros. So it's difficult, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'd give it to, um, just give it to a, someone that's funny. Why are we, why are we, bo like, if we're not what, bothered about Peter winning, yeah, which obviously Peter we're Kane not, not necessarily job. Peter, Roy Chubby Brown. Let's see what he does with it. Well, imagine the, the black imagine the look at that team yeah. after well, That's Brexit I've seen it, where you got Mark Noble as your captain. Brought <laughs> him out of retirement. He's retired from club four. He ain't retired from that. Yeah. Just spin the propeller like, on his yeah. hat. <laughs> just, just, just give up. 
Honestly, we're not going to stick with Southgate. Fucking give up. Okay, <laughs> uh, Paddy the Baddy Bamford says, just get Bielsa in charge and play a 1-1-8 yeah, formation. Not a Leeds fan. Uh, Kevin says, he's been a member of the first team for 28 months. I would love to see Rooney as England manager one day. I would too. I love Wayne Rooney. Um, Wesley, Ma Wesley Manx says, United and Celtic before all. I hear that one. Um, also, I've put a link in there to an event in Dublin. We're going to be in Dublin on the 30th of December. What a place. Yes, what a place. It's going to be me, Joe Smith, Stephen Housen, Adam McCullough, um, also Brian McClare, bonafide Manchester United legend. Brian McClare is going to be with us. Click on the link in the chat. Join us over in Dublin. We'd great to, to see your support. It's the first ever live event we've done at Stratford Paddock. Before we wrap up, Wally of the Week. Can I? You know, please put your hand up. Uh, can I say, any Manx lads, get on Ryanair. 20 quid flight there, 20 quid flight back at the minute. Okay. Went Dublin on Tuesday, cost me 40 quid to get there and back. Yeah. Time of my life, still Check feeling it. Um, Daniel Kirk says United always over England is a decision because I'm Scottish yeah. uh, also Daniel Kirk says my Wally of the Week is anyone who's ever said a bad word about Marcus my kid feeder um, yeah go on who's your Wally of the Week the referee oh, in the France England game why because he's it. fucking he dead was he was crap he was wasn't terrible. he he was and he was dead like animated do you know the funny thing like, is about this? he stayed in the tournament he's still there Michael Oliver's been sent home yeah because they're all fucking <laughs> The other bloke got sent. I was all the Brazil. Oh, the, the guy that ref the Brazil game. Yeah, he's shit. Right. shit. So the, he, the ref was awful in that yeah, game. He was bad. He, was so he, bad. he tried his best not to give that second penalty. I know. He just ignored it. He, he wouldn't have given it if it wasn't Nah. Well, he just he just. <coughs> There's like a couple of Saka tackles where I thought tackles on Saka. Saka attack. Saka attack. I thought, what the fuck's he doing? Yeah, I couldn't. I could, my point there couldn't beat Saka attack, so I kind of just died it down a little bit. Okay. Um, who would you go for as your Wally of the week? Hmm. Probably Elon Musk in it. <laughs> not and not even and I do. Axel's off Twitter. I, I do, do disagree with a lot of stuff he says, and it's just like shit. But no. it's the whole like, why is like, why he's is he the only person I see on my timeline? Yeah. I don't even follow him anymore. I don't think. Or if I do, I don't want him to be the only thing that pops up. It's like Twitter is just a, a sitcom for Elon Musk and no one else at the minute. He's making himself the only storyline. He's doing my head in, I can't. Right, you're just yeah. ruining Twitter. Not because you're ruining the platform and you've sacked yeah. people, because all I see on Twitter is him and people yeah. replying to him. I'm sick of it. Yeah, I mean, he's, it's a bit weird what's going on there. And he's just sort of gone turbo tweeting and getting involved in all this, like, almost queuing on stuff. Yeah, like, he's like, talking, he always he talks about, like, oh, I've been sleeping in beds at Twitter. I'm working so hard. Stop fucking tweeting every two seconds. You wouldn't have to sleep in a bed at Twitter if you actually just worked eight hours and then went home. Instead, he's going for a shit and tweeting every three minutes. Mm. Takes the piss. Who's yours? Um... I don't want to get all political. You know I thought I mean? this had to be football related. Why are we talking French? about no, fucking... No, no, God, no. Right. Um, I just fucking hate West Street, isn't Shadow so Health Secretary. Right. He's done an interview. He did that interview with Sunday Telegraph, didn't he? Talking, demonising the NHS workers who are going on strike. Talking about private healthcare when he takes all those donations off private uh, healthcare companies. There's a surprise. Do you know what I mean? Come on. You might have been representing Labour. It's just shocking to me. Honestly, yeah. it winds me up. And I don't think we should be demonising nurses and, and doctors no. and people that are just asking for a pain rise of inflation when they do such a fantastic job and half these Muppets were outside their houses banging pots and pans and clapping for him not long ago when mm. they were working through the pandemic and doing 20 hour shifts and all that and seeing the colleagues die of COVID and now it's like oh they're asking for too much we ain't got it of course we have just start taxing the rich bastards mm. 
Anyway, and if your shadowy cabinet needs some work, make sure you check out Manscaped um, with Those code balls. DEVILS20. Elite. Wait till they warm back up again if you've been outside shipping. all day. Yes, nicely said. Uh, Joe, where can people find you? Uh, find me on the Sloppy Joe's podcast. Um, Joe, where can people find you? Ditto. New episode coming out tomorrow. Um, yeah, that's been Joe. That's been Joe. <laughs> A big shout out to producer Anna as well as Anna produced this one. Hey, I thought the production values had increased dramatically mm. during this podcast there. So yeah, you can, we can understand why. <laughs> uh, don't forget as well to check out Manscaped. Big shout out to them for sponsoring us. Also, if you can get down to Dublin on the 30th, we'd love to see you there. So, yes. so go and check that out. Uh, I've been Jay. I, I almost didn't said Joe then. I've been Jay. That's been Joe. That's been Joe. This has been the Paddock Podcast. Thanks for you know, watching. There's a train just around. Sports Social Podcast Network.